0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine? This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance we hope you dance whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be welcome to live love dance here's Deanna Lee Thank you. I'm Deanna Lee. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Deanna Lee Dance. Also, find me by searching Boot Boogie Babes. That is my premier line dance team. I also have the Boot Girls and the Boot Chicks. And tonight, uh, we're excited about kicking off our annual Pink party. And we're putting that on at Half Lion Brewery in Sumner. It's a free event. It's all ages. We basically go in there and (laughs) the guys at Half Lion Brewery in Sumner are so nice. They let us take over the joint. Adam, you guys, thank you so much for always letting us come in and push the tables back and let us crank up our country music. And we typically bring in anywhere from 75 to 100 people to come and enjoy boss mama's food kitchen. She makes burgers and grilled cheese like nobody else. And we eat and have some beers and ciders and we line dance to country music and we have a really good time. One of the things that Adam at Half Lion Brewery always says is that you ladies are so much fun. You come in and everybody's got a smile on their face the entire time. And that's really important for us is one of the biggest things we do in the Deanna Lee Dance Organization is that we pride ourselves on providing a safe space for women of all ages, sizes, and backgrounds to be able to come together and grow through dance and friendships. It's really just that simple. And through all of this, we've all made so many close friendships with women that we most likely otherwise. Would have never met women who live in Kitsap County becoming really great friends with ladies who live in Mill Creek or ladies who live in Puyallup getting to know women who live in Silverdale extremely well and just all over the Puget Sound women come together and and find a way to grow and find new friendships through dance. I think one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today. I, I don't have a guest on this show, so I'm just kind of sharing a little bit about myself. One of the things I I do here on Live Love Dance is I I like to chat with women about their stories and their backgrounds with dance and and how it's changed their lives. And one of the things that people say to me is, "Well, what <laughs> what's your background?" I typically don't talk about myself. I'm the one that is uh, asking the questions. So I thought today I would share a little bit about my background as a dancer, because it's one of the questions that I get most often. How long have you been dancing? My mom says that I came out dancing. Um, I have always been someone who has been very drawn to music and very drawn to movement. And I actually didn't start uh, dancing, I guess, professionally until I was in my early 20s. But as far as dance and how it relates to me as a child, I actually started playing piano and guitar when I was, well, let's see, I played, I started playing guitar when I was three. And by the time I was five, I was playing like three chord songs (laughs) in church and I would play piano. And so my parents would get me piano and fiddle lessons. And I just never really took to it. I, it was something that was very natural for me. I can play those instruments, but I wanted to dance. <laughs> I remember as a kid, break dancing was a really big thing and I would go to school and there was this kid named Scott Walker and he knew all these breakdancing moves and I would learn these breakdancing moves from him and then I would come back to the neighborhood and I would have all the kids line up. <laughs> Imagine this, and I would teach them these break dancing moves, and we would put on you know the, the the Michael Jackson music and stuff, and we would break dance and just have a ball doing it. So that's kind of the first time I remember dance impacting my life and me trying to make it impact others' lives, <laughs> like kids, like you're going to. I'm going to teach you how to dance. Um, Talk about foreshadowing in my life. But then after college, I moved to Houston and I applied for a job at a local dance studio. It was a country western dance studio. And what they do is they don't pay you. You come in for four hours a night and they teach you how to do two-step polka waltz, east and west coast swing, and cha-cha and jitterbug. They teach you the lead footwork, and then they make you turn around and do the follow footwork. And then they teach you how to dance together. They teach you lead and compression and follow and all these wonderful things. And I just took to it. I loved it so, so, so much. And uh, then they put you in what's called a dance evaluation, where you get out there with a new student and you teach them something simple like two-step, uh, a basic pattern, and then you sit them down and you sell them dance lessons. So you're not only a, a dance instructor, but you also have to be a, a saleswoman at the same time. So my first lesson, he ended up buying the largest package, which I think was like something crazy insane, like $3,000 worth of dance lessons and... and from there, I just took off. Uh, I ended up changing dance studios and going to work for what was, at the time, the premier dance studio in the Houston area, Step and Style Dance Studio. It was owned by Larry and Lori Sepulveda, who were masters UCWDC dancers, which is the United Country Western Dance Council, and they hosted two uh, international dance competitions every year in Houston and so people would come from all over the world to compete and I ended up competing professionally and then as with my pro-am students I myself as the professional and then I would have amateur students that would (laughs) come and compete with me and it was so much fun oh we just had a blast dancing to country music and I love partner style dancing it's it's really challenging it's difficult to learn, and it takes time. It's not something like line dancing where you can go in in forty-five minutes and learn a line dance, or even you know we can get a group of people together and teach them how to line dance in five or ten minutes, really, if if it's something basic and fun. But partner style dancing just requires so much more time and energy and commitment. And I taught professionally in Houston for four years, and then I moved back home to Arkansas. And I remember I got back into radio. And I told my boss, I was like, hey, I need to leave just a few minutes early because I really want to go take this hip hop class. And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Well, I took the class and I was in there with a lot of younger people. And at the time I was probably, I don't know, maybe I was 26, 27 years old. And when we took a break, the owner of the studio, Grace DeWitt came up to me and she said, what kind of dance do you teach? And I said, well, you know, I'm a I'm a partner-style dance instructor. I teach two-step and polka, waltz, east and west coast, swing. I couldn't even get swing out of my mouth. And she was like, oh, you teach swing dancing? And I said, yes. She goes, would you teach it here? <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. Yes, actually, that sounds amazing. So, at the time... F- facebook was not around um i think myspace maybe had just started Uh, napster was kind of a thing uh and so the point is how did we get the word out we made posters and we put them up at the coffee shop next door and my first class had 60 people show up to it and we were overwhelmed we thought where did all these people come from (laughs) and it was people of all ages because at the time there was this commercial on TV it was a Gap commercial you might remember it all these kids swing dancing and just having a ball and I'm like, yeah, that's what I teach. So I started teaching everybody how to swing dance. And I ended up with two dance teams, the Big Bad Jetta Cats, which was like my, I guess you could say the varsity team, if you will. And then I had the Flying Jivers, which was more of like the younger kids. And I taught them how to do all kinds of fun dips and tricks and lifts and splits and oh we just did all kinds of crazy things and we do like we do now with the boo boogie babes we performed all over the Oklahoma area this was in arkansas and oklahoma And we just had a ball doing it. And I just had so much fun teaching these kids how to dance. And it was fun because the kids would come and learn how to dance. And they would go home and they would show their parents what they'd learned. So the parents would be like, we want to do that. So the parents would come and learn how to dance. And then the parents would go home on Sundays. They would go over to their parents' house. So Grammy and Grampy are like, hey, well, we used to dance like that. So then Grandma and Grandpa would come take the dance lessons. At one point, I felt like I was teaching the entire town of Fort Smith, Arkansas, how to dance. I couldn't go anywhere between. I was doing radio full time at KTCS. I was hosting their midday show and I was teaching dance uh, Monday through Thursday, 6 to 10 p.m. every night. And then I would teach on uh, Sundays from 2 until 5 p.m. So I literally was just teaching dance almost all the time. And I I just... I. I knew a lot of people in that town. And for me, at the time, I had some bigger aspirations. I wanted to be in a bigger market in radio, but I wasn't sure if I was good enough. And I, but I wanted something different. And I ended up getting a call from a radio station in Biloxi, WKNN, and they said, hey, we'd like to fly you down and wine you, dine you, and see if you're willing to come work here in Biloxi, Mississippi. Well, I took a uh, one look at that Gulf Coast, and I said, yeah, this is, this is good. This is where I want to be. So I got a really cool place just off the beach, like a block off the beach, and uh, it was a place where I could have people come to my house where I lived and it was a huge, great open room and I had these massive mirrors um, because when I was in Fort Smith, I was I would teach out of my home as well as at local studios. So I invited people into my house and I would work on the radio and I would teach dance at night and one of the things that people really got into during that time was salsa dancing and it was something that was easy for me to teach because once you learn how to teach one style of partner style dancing, teaching another style is really all the same. Salsa to me was a lot like West Coast Swing. Uh, The moves were very similar. The footwork was similar. The patterns were similar. And so I caught on to it really quickly and was able to start teaching students. And then I started teaching line dancing and two step in a local country bar there. I think it was called Michael's. And that was in Biloxi. So I was there for three years. And then I moved to Birmingham. And I started, again, for a radio job. Again, I wanted to be in a bigger market. So I started working at WZZK. I did middays there. And again, I started working at a local country bar, teaching two-step and line dance. And I lived in Birmingham for five years. And I had a blast in that city. I loved the people in Birmingham, Alabama. Boy, they are some football fans. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, roll tide. <laughs> and so then I moved to Nashville, and Nashville was the shortest time that I spent in a city for my radio career. I hosted the morning show there, which is my first time doing mornings. Hated it. Uh, honestly, I was not, I'm never, I'm not built for that. I'm a midday girl, <laughs> That's where I feel most comfortable. Um, those morning hours are rough. I have so much respect for morning shows, especially um, our CMA award-winning morning show here at The Wolf, Matt, Emily, and Slow Joe, getting up every day and doing what they do. I just admire, I admire it. But I, it just didn't work out really well for me in Nashville. I wasn't built for mornings, but I did teach dance while I was there. And then I ended up coming out to Seattle and working for The Wolf here um, for KKWF and doing middays. And I ended up at the time... Bourbon Jacks was just getting going in Kent and the owner, uh, may he rest in peace, um, asked if I would be willing to come and teach line dancing there every Friday night. And I thought, wow, you know, I'm new to this town. I don't know anybody. It's not like I have a lot going on on the weekends. I mean, I don't really have any friends here. So, <laughs> What else am I going to do with my time? Okay, I'll commit every Friday night, and I did. Every single Friday, I went down and I would get up on stage at like 10 o'clock at night when the place was packed. And I would start teaching line dancing. And the really cool part about that was the fact that line dancing had been dormant here in the Puget Sound for a really long time. I mean, some of the kids had grown up at a place called Dakota's, I think, and done some line dancing and different things. But it had been maybe 20 years since that place had been around. I I could be wrong about the timing of that. So if I am, I'm really sorry. But so when basically the kids didn't know how to dance to country music, they didn't know how to line dance. And so I came in and I sort of had a clean slate. (laughs) It's like, hey, here's how you do it. And um, we had a blast. My gosh, I was there every Friday night. I think the only times that I would miss is maybe once or twice a year when I would go on vacation. I was there for Thanksgiving. I would be there for Christmas and New Year's. We just had a blast. And we packed the place. Um, So, yeah, we had a lot of fun at Bourbon Jacks. And at the time, we ended up starting a line dance team here at the Wolf called the Boot Scoot Troop. And I coached those uh, people, those dancers, and that was a lot of fun. And then I ended up leaving the Wolf and I started my own dance team called the Boot Boogie Babes. And I ended up starting my own dance company called Deanna Lee Dance. And Deanna Lee Dance has grown Throughout the years. And now it has three dance teams the Boot Boogie Babes, which is the advanced premier level team, the Boot Girls, which is the intermediate team, and the Boot Chicks, which is my beginner team. And now we also have beginner boot camps, which are line dance classes all over the Puget Sound. And right now we currently have them in, well, we had them in Kent this past year, and then also Mill Creek, Bremerton, and in Tacoma. And one of our big goals for 2020 is to be able to get into the South Sound, perhaps maybe the Puyallup area, Maple Valley. We would like to go more north, maybe places like Arlington, Lake Stevens, and one of the things that's happened with Deanna Lee Dance and the Boot Boogie Babes is it's become a global brand because people all over the world follow us on social media and line dancers everywhere. I mean, at first, when I started doing this kind of unique brand of line dancing, we got made fun of a lot. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, well, I'm just mixing the things that I know and. Um, from my partner style dancing days and my background with cheerleading and dance teams, and I'm mixing those things together and hip hop and, you know, street dance and salsa. And I'm just mixing everything that I know together, infusing it and the things that I love um, into line dancing. And so it took us a while to get people to go, hey, you know what? That's actually pretty cool. And then when the kids start mimicking you and they send you videos of your of your line dance. I remember there were these two twin girls in Arkansas and they <laughs> they filmed what dance was it? It was something we did to Luke Bryan. Maybe it was called um, move or something. One of his dance one of my dances to one of his songs and and it was just so cute. You're like, "Oh, this is this is really cool." People are really starting to accept the Boot Boogie Bay brand of line dancing. And It's been a lot of fun. I enjoy creating the choreography for the dance teams. But one of the things that I love about this organization is the women who are in it. Leslie Wagger has been with me since the beginning and uh, the beginning of the Boogie Babes and Bourbon Jacks. (laughs) And she was one of the girls that would be there every Friday night along with Bettina and Jamie. And She has become someone who is an amazing lead dance instructor and she's done so well that next year she's getting a promotion. She's going to be my assistant coach and she's taking on the boot chicks by herself next year with her assistant Jessica Bartlett. And one of the things that we did this past year with the organization is the Boot Boogie Babes would rehearse on Mondays and the Boot Girls and the Boot Chicks would rehearse together on Wednesdays. Well, now the organization has grown so much that we are going to be rehearsing separate each of the teams, the Boot Boogie Babes on Mondays, the Boot Chicks on Tuesdays, and then the Boot Girls on Wednesdays. And so that's really exciting for us. And something else that's happened this past year is one of our Boot Boogie Babes. (laughs) Uh, Her name is Bethany. Her husband, Jeff, is in the Navy, and she had, well, they moved. The Navy moved them to Charleston, and she started a beginner boot camp there. And it's grown so much that we have now developed our very first Boot Boogie Babe franchise team in Charleston, South Carolina. And it's mind-blowing to think that all of this began, for me, in Houston, as a partner-style dance instructor, and then having the courage to, in Houston, I ended up I ended up moving back home to Arkansas, and I, you know, showing up at that hip-hop class, and Grace DeWitt, from Grace DeWitt Dance Studio, asking if I would teach there, and that was the first time I ever thought to myself, oh my gosh, I could do this on my own. I, I do have this knowledge, and I want to share this knowledge. And so one of my favorite things about being a dance instructor is that I get to share and spread the love of dance with people. It chokes me up when I think about it because it's really powerful, it's impactful. And with Deanna Lee Dance, Getting to be around all these amazing, incredible, what I call badass women is truly inspiring every single week. So, I hope I haven't rattled on too much. I just, I know a lot of you wanted to know my background in dance, and that's kind of a short synopsis of where I come from and what my background is, and sort of a little bit about it's always been mixed with my radio career, and my radio career has always been in country music. So, the two have gone hand in hand very nicely. <laughs> um, so, if you're listening to Live Love Dance today, I appreciate you sharing in my uh, listening to my story today. And uh, until I see you, get out there and live, love, dance.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.